mean, I think that it's fitting that you're in a room filled with Christmas cheer. Well, I'm glad you do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm running out of Christmas cheer, and it's only December 11th. Or 12th. You're such a Mr. Young. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's December tenth. December tenth. Wow. Okay, I was off by a day. You were off by a day. I I was like, we couldn't possibly already be in a, a December eleventh scenario. We're putting up our outside decorations today, so again, just really great time to watch a uh, a weird Christmas movie. Well, it was definitely weird. Mm-hmm. So this week we watched Christmas Incorporated, I think is what it was called. Yeah, we did. Oh, and it came out in 2016, and it's a Hallmark original, so you know it's going to be top tier everything. Well, and I think they have stretched themselves too far, because I remember, I still have memories of the Hallmarks of yore, and um, watching the one with the guy from Will and Grace. Oh, do you remember that one? It was the same no. scenario. He was a Mr. Scrooge type. Um, he he had a he had an incorporated, and okay. he needed to hire someone, a woman and a child, to pretend to be his um, wife and child oh, to get like this, you know, investor person to like him. And I think he turned out to be Santa Claus, of course, or something like that. I'm, I'm surrounded by cats. I didn't kick them out. And so if you hear <laughs> I see rustling, one in the corner there. Yeah, they just, they like to get into things because they're not allowed to be in this room normally. So you may hear rustling. You may hear me. It's okay. You're going to hear my dogs barking right now because oh, they're good. going crazy. This we is have not ch- been able to solve this issue with, no. uh, <laughs> with our really cheap equipment. <laughs> No, or our cheap uh, hosting sites because yeah. we have yet again been look, you know, going back to the drawing board, and I think we're going to probably in the new year be paying for a site mm-hmm. minimally. Like we're not we're not going to be forking out big bucks, but we're so that our listeners can get our back catalog of four yeah. episodes that have had to disappear from SoundCloud. I mean, there's nothing worse. I know sometimes I'll get into a podcast and I'll listen to the last, like the most recent episodes mm-hmm. Then I'll want to listen to older ones. And if they don't, if they're not there, you get that is, that is bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially if you're referring to them. Yeah. And um, I mean, we, we refer to episodes that no one's been able to access. <laughs> Which we're so like, exclusive. We're, we're, we're yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We're trying to create a uh, supply and demand kind of thing. Yeah. Scarcity. Going. Yeah. Scarcity. Yeah. Um, so this episode, I have the synopsis of what we watch, but about Christmas Incorporated. Sometimes life just seems to hand you exactly what you need, particularly at Christmas time. In this new Yuletide tale, Riley, uh, Riley V, is scraping oh. the bottom. <laughs> when she mira- scraping the bottom, really, she's going to like a high, high level business. I, I don't. I, I can't I even get into it right now. No. Okay. So let me just start over again. Okay. About Christmas Incorporated. Sometimes <laughs> life just seems to hand you exactly what you need, particularly at Christmas time. In this new Yuletide tale, Riley is scraping the bottom when she miraculously lands a job with a wealthy New York City entrepreneur. He's a bad boy socialite type. Except he has no friends. How is he, he a socialite? And he is he not has set up friends. to be a bad boy, no. a socialite, a type. No. He's nothing. He's not even poised to play Scrooge um, by closing one of the factories just before Christmas time, which would be devastating for an entire town. 
It's left to Riley to talk him out of it and turn him into a man of virtue rather than shame. But will a case of mistaken identity ruin the whole plan? Well, let me, that was excellent, but let me read you this synopsis on IMDb, which is much funnier. Man inherited a company that has a toy factory in a small town, period. The town needs the factory to stay open, period. He goes to decide <laughs> to keep or close the factory, period. Finds the meaning of Christmas along the way, period. Nice. That's it. Clear was, cut. Yeah. Yeah. Everything um, you need to know. Your face disappeared. Nobody can see that I can't see you, but it's, it's helpful. Oh, I like to see your face. There you go. Okay, perfect. I okay. must have hit something and I was minimizing something. So I have we'll a lot of out. problems with all of this synopsis. One, that um, scraping the bottom of the barrel when she miraculously lands it up. She doesn't miraculously. She heard it. She she heard a hot tip. She went out. Mm-hmm. She like she was pounding the pavement. and But she has high-level skills and she's applying to high-level jobs. I don't think it's fair to say it's scraping the bottom. It's not fair to say she miraculously lands a job it's not fair to say it was new york city <laughs> no it's, it's, oh and he and no. he just his personality type changed so many times i was getting whiplash by if he was supposed to be bad boy if he's supposed to be sweet are you supposed to like him like it was he they couldn't decide how they wanted him to play it and then um mistaken identity they never say her last name so what happens in the storyline is that this character loses her job because of downsizing and she's really struggling Mm -hmm. to find new work in the business world and um so she goes she hears that someone's looking for an admin assistant and so she runs over and there's quite a few people there and the person hiring calls out names by saying the first name and the first initial of the last name so it was riley v Apparently, mm-hmm. there was another Riley V there, and they were looking at her resume when they interviewed her, and she got the job. So they never once call her no. Riley Van Dunderkirken or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she could claim that she was never – she was under the impression she got the mm-hmm. job. She did the interview. They were, were at fault for not saying her last name. And if she had just at, – at no point, she just not hide her last name, there's no issue. See, I agree, but I feel like you're putting so much analysis into a movie where they couldn't even think that through themselves. No. Because it's not even brought up until the last act. At the and even then, end. it doesn't make sense. No, it really like, doesn't. It's not, it's, it's not a plot point. Like no. they try, it's the biggest plot point, and yet they have not set it up for her to ever say her last name mm-hmm. or her say the wrong last name. So there's, it's a non-point. Just say like, no, I think you you hired me off of someone else's resume, but you called me in for an interview. I didn't know you had the wrong resume. That's that's all there is to it. Well, and I feel like two or, or maybe two listeners uh, might be like, why did they pick this Hallmark movie? What does this have to do with Canada? Well, well. it was filmed in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, the two leads are Canadian. So actually, almost the entire cast is Canadian. Great, you did you did more research than me. Um, but yeah, so it, I mean, it, it does technically take place in New York City, and then also a small town in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So, but the writers, yeah. um, a, a Canuck, like it's it, it it's one of those mm-hmm. hallmark can, Canadian classics, Oof. and uh, and we you know we we did a list, we did a search mm-hmm. for hallmark Canadian movies, and this one popped up. Mm-hmm. There was this one and one with Rob Lowe about a poor child looking to buy his mother's shoes. 
Um, and I yeah. just knew that I would cry and I wanted to avoid that at all possible, yeah. even though I, I heart Rob Lowe. So see, I cried watching this movie, but it was because it was so bad. <laughs> I mean, I had, I had problems from the very beginning. Like, but I just see, it wasn't couldn't. so bad that it was enjoyable. Like it was just okay. I I personally yeah. didn't think it was terrible, but it was just I wish it was worse so that I yeah. could be laughing or that yeah. it was really really well done, but it was kind of in the middle and so that's how I feel about it. Well, it's just like I don't know, I feel it's one of those things where like this archetype of Christmas movie has been around since the beginning of freaking time and it's always the Scrooge man Mm-hmm. And the woman that comes in to like soften them up before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's always like the reason for everything is like, you know, believe in the miracle of Christmas. And it's like, it's just one day. Like, it's just one day. And I know you're going to disagree with me, but that whole like reasoning, like anything can happen at Christmas. It's like, no, families are together and you're spending time with each other, but that's not going to magically solve the financial issues of a toy company. No, I agree with that. I mean, the reason why she thinks I'm going to disagree is that I love Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's my time. Um, Caitlin loves Halloween. And again, I, mm-hmm. I may not understand that holiday, but I do. <laughs> and, and, I really, and, and I do love the idea of Christmas magic because it does make people just view things differently. And so that's what, in my mind, when I say magic, I just mean that people get off their annoying horse and just yeah shut up and get happy and um but i i had some real struggles with their uh mm-hmm. economic plan for this yeah. plant so i uh, we're kind of getting way ahead of ourselves <laughs> but should we just start off with should people stop right now and watch it no i say they shouldn't okay well then but. we're going to be jumping all around but that's okay <laughs> because i watched the movie and i looked up i looked down at one point and i looked up and they some, somehow were in love, but like, I didn't believe it, but I missed it in a second. Mm-hmm. So I don't even yeah. know what happened. So I don't think you guys have to watch it. And I don't think we understand what happened, but we'll try to like, mm-hmm. re- it might take a really long time if we go through the whole plot. But um, uh, yeah. We'll I think try. we've already established the plot from the two summaries and then what we said. I think it's like... Oh, we didn't say why he owns the business. So William oh. Young... His father owns this multi-million dollar company and he passes away. So now it's up to his son who never wanted to be in the business. Now he's up against the shadow of his father and, and what he has done. So he's taking over the company around Christmas time and his board of directors say you have to close this plant, this toy company, as a show of leadership. And on right after Riley gets hired so literally seconds after she gets yes. hired they walk her in to a board meeting to meet her new boss not not even like just waiting for this she walks in in really inappropriate timing and she pipes up and says why don't you visit it first before you shut it down mm-hmm. um so that's the whole reason why they go to dover i.e Ontario and view the plant and um, gives her a chance to try to convince him to keep it open. Again, she has no vested interest in this other than that. She looked on her phone. She saw that an article that said the toy company is all that's keeping a a little town afloat. So she decides that that's her plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And I find like these Hallmark movies, I find like they're always on. Like, my family always watches them, and my family <laughs> DVRs them and mm-hmm. watches them again and again. And so, like, 
I've definitely seen clips of this before when they're in the, when they're getting the tour of the toy shop. I'm like, yeah, I've seen this, but it's the same thing. And it's like every little small town in these Hallmark movies is exactly cookie cutter. You have the kooky mare who's really weird. You have the busybody who's always trying to help. You have the really sneaky either news reporter or like television journalist or something who's always trying to like find inside scoop. It's just like, it's always, they must just like have one character for every movie and they just have to fill it for di- with different people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I had some issues. They, they arrive at the town. Um, you were talking about the archetype of a Scrooge. Mm-hmm. However, he, oh, the only time he ever really acted out was he said, I've, I fired people for less because she decorated the, the house that she rented for him really overdid Christmas decorations. And he said, I don't like Christmas decorations. I've fired people for less. I'm like, that's a little bit, but Mm -hmm. he didn't say, seem angry. Um, he, it was, it was really, that was the only time and it was seemed an appropriate response. Mm -hmm. And it was also the only time she ever seemed sassy was cause she just, she kind of stood up to him. The rest of the movie, she's just one line. She doesn't. Mm -hmm. And, and always smiling. Yeah. Like, I don't think that she really does push him out of his comfort zone, except for that one time where she said, I'm leaving these decorations up and you can fire me if you want. Yeah. Well, and I thought too, like, if I was just hired to do a job and I was like flown, you know, to another location in the country, do this. My last thing would be like, I want to decorate for Christmas for this boss. I don't know. What if mm-hmm. they don't celebrate Christmas? Yeah. What if they, you know, there's so many things, but yet she just has to like, I don't know. It's just, I just didn't like the movie. <laughs> no. And so he, he arrives in the town. He wants to drive instead of fly. So he drives his motorcycle. I think this is how to show he's a bad boy. Mm-hmm. And he gets caught right before he enters the city and the, t- the, small town sheriff says you don't have your driver's license i can't prove your identity you have to come in and and prove it again he's just doing his job Mm -hmm. um and uh william just kind of i don't know like he doesn't seem to be even acting like this is a bother like it's just again a flat flat like i don't know so he's he so the mayor's really upset because he was trying to make a good impression, trying to convince him to keep the toy, the town com- mm-hmm. uh, toy company open and the sheriff arrests him. But really that was like a non-event. All these things don't really matter. And then they do a walkthrough of the toy company. And apparently it's up to the manufacturing company to have an economic plan to yeah. look at marketing, to look at new toy development. These are all the, the young incorporateds. In mm-hmm. my opinion, it was not up to this woman who is running a manufacturing um, yeah. plant to, to come up with it. But they were like, yeah, we do traditional toys and we don't have any money to invest in looking at building new toys. I'm like, well, no, it's not up to you. You're just the foreman. She was yeah. just the foreman of that plant. And yet it was up to her to do all of this. And so, of course, Riley comes up with this great way to just remarket some old te- teddy bear and not a great idea. Definitely wasn't. I can't see how they sold all those teddy bears. If she was like, just market it as a My Christmas Wish Bear. And it's mm-hmm. like, they have to redo all the voice boxes all of the those voice bears? Boxes. 
That's yeah. a lot of money. And all the boxes too that were that mm-hmm. hold the teddy bear. And I thought she was going to, so the, yeah, that's her idea was that we're going to get rid of all this old merchandise that you just can't get rid of by mm-hmm. remarketing it. I thought it was going to be like trying to sell to people's um, love of nostalgia because she had the same teddy bear as a child. Like I thought, okay, mm-hmm. then you don't have to do anything to it, but you just have to get um, adults to remember all the good times about Christmas and then to buy it. But no, yeah. no, no. It's actually making a, a, a Christmas bear wish. And we've never, we didn't see the new revamped Christmas wish bear. At the very they end never? of the children's hospital. Oh, they actually open it and show the pet new packaging and everything? It's oh. a new packaging. See, I must have missed that. I must have blinked and missed it. It was nothing. <laughs> so wow. that was her big plan. And then that happens in the first, what, like, 25 minutes then i have to watch another hour and 20 minutes of them just walking around the town and sort of falling in love i just felt like they had a really by the end of the whole whole movie they had a really nice respectful business relationship (laughs) he said he was going to invest in her consulting business and if they had ended it that they were really good friends and he respected her as a businesswoman would have been great would have been great there was no love story in there and i think if they had ended it there, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, yeah, that, that makes sense. That's what I would believe between the two of them. But they always have to put in a love story because that's just apparently what happens at Christmas. But it just, it would have been a conflict of interest if you started a relationship totally. with somebody totally. and then he invests billions or millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars into your consulting firm and then gives you a bunch of business. Yep. Like that shows less respect over you and your abilities mm-hmm. than... You know, it just, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a cluster. But let's thing. talk about the things we did like. Santa was in it. <laughs> Santa was in it. I did like, um, I did like the look of the town. It looked mm. cool. Mm-hmm. It kind of had like a main feel, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the house that they rented for them was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was it like was all, nice. like it was you know, it was this old classic traditional home Mm -hmm. um her parents were adorable yeah they had a really cool house and they were decorating and the mom was always wearing christmas sweaters always (laughs) always wearing the sweaters and um they really support her (laughs) yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um i didn't mind the mayor i i i recognize that actor um i think his name is uh Ron Lee and okay. I didn't I've mind seen him, him but... in a lot of things and I've seen him do like the same kind of character like a kooky mm-hmm. mare and then I've seen him be really creepy and Ooh. I was really happy that he I didn't get those vibes yeah like he just really was just this happy guy and he talks about loving his wife and there was more love in his eyes talking about his wife <laughs> than Mr. Young looking at what's her name again Riley Riley yeah yeah mm-hmm. well what I found, um, I, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was really interesting to read, like, YouTube comments and IMDb comments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it really just echoed kind of how I felt about it. And I, I had one here, and I, I might have lost it. Um, let's see if I can find it again. Um, See, I didn't look at the YouTube, which is smart. If anyone was looking for it, yeah. it is on YouTube. 
uh, I saw found two clips. One was much shorter, and I think what happened is they sped up the vo- the the audio. I had, to, and then, I had to speed up the audio when I watched because I it yeah was... I watched the longer version, okay. and um, I think it was slightly. I think they slowed down the audio. So in a couple of points, like it was really obvious because they were talking slowly and they were talking really mm-hmm. slowly in the video that I watched. But uh, but it is free on YouTube, and I didn't even think about going on YouTube for the comments. I go I have some on IMDb. And some people liked it. Yeah, some people did. Um, one of the, the reviews here in IMDb says, cringeworthy and awful. Um, the first line says, I'm only three quarters through this movie, and it is so unbelievably awful, I had to immediately get on here to vent. And then some other reviews say, formulaic, but who cares? Yeah, I love um, it. You know, the story could use some work. <laughs> Another Xmas gift from the great Canadian taxpayer. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one is an interesting... Um, yeah. Because uh, essentially what they're explaining is how there's a kind of a loophole where because the Canadian dollar is worth so much less now, they can punch out a bunch of movies for very, very little around this time of year and make a lot of money. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of talking about that. Um, But they really – but even though they say – they talk about the taxpayer thing – um, they really liked David uh, David Perlmutter, who was the producer, okay. and um, and I think they really liked the actress, the main actress yeah. as well. Some people so really liked her. Yeah, so she's actually um, Shanae Grimes, I think mm-hmm. is her name. So she was in Degrassi: The Next Generation. Um, she was in Beverly Hills 90210 when it, the reboot came out a couple years ago. She went to the same high school as Drake, uh, who mm-hmm. also started with her on uh, Degrassi. So she's like pretty, like she's pretty Canadian. Yeah, she and she's acted a lot. And I, I, yeah. I so um, Shania Grimes Beach, he's from Ontario. Steve Lund, he's from Halifax. Mm-hmm. Ron Lee, he's from Montreal. Um, Sarah Botsford, she's the um, toy factory manufacturing. Um, foreman she's Mm -hmm. she's a canadian actress from ontario so they're all from canada and they've all have a lot of um like they've done a lot yeah when i've looked at everybody's i'm like oh yeah the main actor steve lund he was in um hemlock grove Mm -hmm. and haven and a bunch of other things bitten i think that show that was on sci-fi a couple years ago oh i don't think i watched about like a vampire or zombie or something Mm. but something that i found interesting about him because i just dove a little deeper i was like he looks familiar um, he actually was a QM, oh my God, QMJHL player, Quebec major, junior, whatever. He played on the Halifax Mooseheads. Oh, I didn't know that. And then he played for the PEI team for two years as okay. well. Yeah. So I think he played, um, for four or five seasons, but, um, a concussion actually left him, um, with the, when he went to the doctor, I guess, to get an MRI, it said that if he gets hit again, he could be quadriplegic. So he gave up his hockey dream at the young age of like early twenties and decided to go into acting. So I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And also he does a lot of these Hallmark movies. I guess he's done another one called like Christmas cottage or something. Like he's definitely getting typecast, <laughs> which uh, I don't know. That kind of sucks, but it's kind of cool that like he's from here. And that's why I thought when he was skating in that scene in the movie, I was like, he's clearly like, yeah, He's and it wasn't, skater. I looked and I was like, he's, there's not a body double. I was like, clearly he can really skate. And then mm-hmm. when his character talked about that, I was like, that's interesting. He, it's kind of like Michael Scott when they had um, Steve Carell always 
um, skating because in mm-hmm. real life, Steve Carell is a really like he's a good hockey player, and so they just always found play- ways to yeah. make him skate. In the office, I just thought of that. I was like, oh, they're just finding a way to have him skate. Yeah. I see. I I didn't think he was a bad actor, and I didn't think she was a bad actress. I just didn't believe. I mm-hmm. they didn't seem to have chemistry, and yeah. so their storyline. I believed that he was struggling with doing the right thing and well, yeah. sort of, you know, like it, there was as plot much as issues, like he yeah. was doing what he could with what he was mm-hmm. given, but I didn't get their relationship. No. And I don't think she was, she was too happy and not, and didn't like, if you're trying to change a, a Scrooge's personality or anything like that, usually you have to be a little bit more like you have to challenge them. And she didn't really challenge mm-hmm. him. She just gave him solutions constantly to help the business, but she yeah. didn't challenge the way he thought. She just really nicely like arranged something um, with the uh, night before Christmas book reading because it was really important to him with his grandmother and stuff like that. Yeah. Also, I remember reading that book and it's pretty short. Isn't that a really short book? Um, I actually read it to kids at uh, the library uh, this past weekend. Adorable. How long yeah. is it? It's like really short. Okay. It took me maybe so three that, minutes to read. So the book prop that they had in that movie was very thick. It's huge. Huge. Yeah. I was like, what is in that book? That is not yeah. that there must be five other books in there. Like yeah. mini stories or something. Because- oh, there had to be. That yeah, that's an incredibly short story. And I read it and um yeah, kids didn't not a huge fan of it. They didn't? Really? No. I read another one, it was like a Robert Munch one about some kid hiding in a box of Christmas presents on the roof. I don't know. That they like that one more. <laughs> Adorable. Yeah. Robert Munch is yeah, I, I, I'm a fan. He's like he's like iconic Canadian, you know, children's writer. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, anyway, it was definitely a short book and that the whole scene was just oh, I don't know. All of this I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean it's Christmas. <laughs> no. It's true. It It is. And I don't know. I feel like I'm definitely, I don't know. I'm just more cynical about things that I, like to me, it seemed like it was a very rushed movie. They didn't yes. spend time on plot. No. They didn't spend time. And that's why I was, I'm kind of more cynical towards it because it's like, you didn't even try. It's like no, you're putting you this movie try. out and you're expecting us to feel invested and to care, but like you did, just didn't try. No, I, I agree. I felt like if they had pushed it just a little bit more mm-hmm. then and, and yeah i i absolutely agree or just made it really terrible but yeah. they didn't do either and they kind of had like it probably only took a couple of like maybe a month to film mm-hmm. like it doesn't it doesn't seem like this should have taken as long and i don't know how they got it the length that they got it at in because nothing happened no nothing i want to take a quick aside here to talk about a really bad like a B-movie Christmas movie that me and Patrick watched on the weekend. Ooh, it's yes. not Canadian, but it was like, it was, I don't know, it came out in the 80s and it's called The Night of the Comet. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. It's actually, it, it's surprisingly gotten some pretty good reviews. Basically what happens is um, it's around Christmas and people are having a bunch of these parties and there's supposedly a comet coming. And so people are having parties out in the air to watch this comet. And the comet basically kills everyone that's outside, like turns them to dust. Ooh. And there's only a few survivors. But it's set in this like weird, like really vibrant neon 80s, like LA 
downtown and then there's a guy that shows up and he he's like dressed as santa and he was crazy it's it's like really good but to me like that's like a bad good christmas movie yes this one was just like i don't know even if they didn't like take themselves so seriously if they could just do like a little wink and nod like to yeah. know that or you know? or have him be a little bit more of a jerk because yeah, he was mm-hmm. not unlikable at the beginning the only mm-hmm. time was when they re- he was reading an article about his deceased father and they said <laughs> uh william young jr and then he said barf i'm like well that's really inappropriate like yeah. you just lost your father even if you had a bad relationship but that was the only time that he ever showed that type of personality so if they mm-hmm. made him really unlikable and then they and then he's like you know he's softened and yeah i that might have made it a little bit better yeah. but as is it was really hard to watch and i really like christmas movies and i played a couple of games on my phone while i watched it i watched it at 1.5 speed because i couldn't couldn't handle it i i wanted to and i I thought about doing that a couple of times but i was watching it off of an app from my smart tv and Mm. it doesn't allow you to and then i tried to fast forward even and it, it froze the screen and i'd start over again so i had to just suffer through watching 148 minutes of this oh boy (sighs) but that's a fun it's fun to have like a little like oh watch this instead so you recommend uh, a crazy murder christmas and christmas comet yeah crazy yeah the night of the comet and i recommend the one where he is renting his wife and child what was that okay so what's the name of the actor he's Um, canadian from oh uh, eric mccormick you're gonna google that hallmark one christmas hallmark yeah because they make like 40 hallmarks a year now Mm -hmm. and so they don't have time to make them it's true very good is it called a heavenly Heavenly christmas Christmas. oh no that looks (laughs) maybe he did multiple maybe he did multiple was it borrowed hearts did he have long hair in it kind of Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It says here, Sam's a businessman. Uh, wait a second. Um, who has to pretend he has a family in order to close a deal? Okay, that's yeah, it. it's called Borrowed Hearts. Borrowed Hearts. 1997. I, 1997. <laughs> so it might be terrible. Okay, I haven't watched in a while. I just remember him having really long hair, and I didn't he care does, for the yeah. hair. Uh, the weird things that I remember, like... The details that I just did not like this man's hair, um, but he was but he was very unlikable at the beginning of that movie, and I remember that part. And so you actually kind of be- and you believed the love story, hmm? Because they probably worked on it and had decent writing and stuff. They they put some effort in, yeah. yeah. So what is the IMDb on this uh, rating? I don't know how many stars they got. Um, let me. I just had it up here. Let me see. Oh, it got seven. Seven out of ten. So it's not bad. How? Yeah. How? Well. There's a lot of people who love these It's funny, the review here, it's like, from 2002, it's like, the one reason I had for watching this film is Eric McCormick. In this film, he's gorgeous in, ex- like in all caps. <laughs> and you're just like, You found yeah, my old hair. review? <laughs> from 2002? No. That would, No. That, was that would be pretty funny if you were trolling IMDb, like, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> I didn't know there was IMDb 15 years ago. Wow. Well, let's get into our ratings then. Okay. For this movie. 
Um, cast. So, do, yeah. So, what do you think? Uh, well, everybody on the cast that I could see was a Canadian actor or an actress, and um, I think that, and, and I mean, they used Canadian locations. Mm-hmm. Although they pretended they were in the States. So, I mean, we've talked about that where... Yeah, it's... I don't know why. Is it really that unlikable for an American to have a movie set in a country that's not their own? I think it actually is. And I was going to say that. I think it's probably comes out of, like, you know, Americans... American media, it seems like, it's just so far, like... Removed. It's obsessed with itself. Yeah, Be- like, well, because w- how this is why we did this podcast is that mm-hmm. we don't ha- we watch a lot of American television. We consume a lot of it, and yep. we are forced to have all of the locations be set in America and mm-hmm. be forced to have characters. And if it is a Canadian, it's very rarely is there a Canadian or someone from another country. Or yep. and it's I it's I don't know why. Even when we know it's a Canadian television show. It mm-hmm. isn't set in Canada, and I don't understand. I don't understand why that's so important because we're able to enjoy television that's not set in our countries. We, I, I watch foreign films. It doesn't yeah. bother me that it's not set in Canada, but I would like them to at least admit, like, I don't know. That just. But I think it, it does say more about the American media and, like, film industry than it does about us. Like, I, you know, they're the ones that are paying for this. And I think, you know, it would be just as easy to say they were in Canada, but knowing their audiences. You know, but are they paying USA. for it, or did they get any subsidies for filming in Canada? Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I guess, I guess I don't know. I shouldn't say that. But I mean, like, Hallmark is like, you know, it's they a, have yeah. the final say in, on, on you know, what it is. I guess in the end. Mm-hmm. So, um, what about the uh, EBF? Um, to be honest. I couldn't really tell. The, the version I watched wasn't like extremely high resolution, but I'd say I'd say they were probably okay. This is They're a okay. movie. Yeah. People were probably paying attention um, to the eyebrows, so I would I would say it was just middle of the road for me. Yeah, I, I agree. There was nothing exciting. Everybody had them, but <laughs> <laughs> they were all there. They were all accounted for. Unlike a couple of the ones we watched where they didn't really have any. Um, yeah. I, I yeah, so they're in. The, it's middle of the road for eyebrow factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mention that there one character I really enjoyed and I thought acted their heart out was the assistant of the um, William Young Sr. who oh, hired yes. Riley at the beginning. Mm-hmm. She was the one who hired Riley, did the interview, and essentially she said, like, 40 years ago I was in your place and I yeah. was given yeah. an opportunity. Um, and uh, so she was given an opportunity and then – you know, at the end, she's the one who's coaching him through his emotional breakdown. Yeah, and yeah. Um, she had a lot. She seemed like she was taking the role seriously. Yeah. I believed her in her. And she was the only one that was actually kind of showing emotion in every aspect of the scenes that she was mm-hmm. in. You could tell she was grieving for the loss of um, William Sr. And um, I, I really enjoyed her acting. Yeah. Um, but Yeah, uh, she wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I have to say, I will give extra Canadian points um, for the lead actor playing for the Mooseheads. I will. <laughs> I'll give. I'll give bonus and a Nova points. Scotian that's, to boot. Exactly, I mean, a Nova Scotian hockey team. That's pretty Canadian. Yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah. But just and, like just the minus, most minuscule of extra points. Okay, so I mean, so for Christmas stars, I'd say the cast Christmas stars. 
mm-hmm. five five Christmas stars for yep. the cast, mm-hmm. and then for its uh, canonicity, <laughs> we're saying we were giving it props for being filmed in Canada, mm-hmm. and um, not you know it was a downside that they weren't able to admit mm-hmm. that they were in Canada, but that Stephen Lund played for the Mooseheads gives it a little bit more. So exactly. how how many Christmas stars do you think it? Desserts. I'd say two. Two Christmas stars. Because I, I feel like it's not addressing that it isn't Canada at all. So we know that, but no one else would. And and we chose it because we had to do searching for a place that at exactly. least was filmed in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two. So two Christmas stars out of five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're kind of missing some Christmas magic. What? Else? Oh, and the eyebrow factor, it was kind of a three. Yeah. That was, yeah, very middle of the road. 2.5 or three. Mm-hmm. I just feel pretty bummed out about it all. <laughs> like, I feel like those are, I can't really think of anything else I'd want to mark it on, really. I mean, I I enjoyed watching it for the purposes of this, but it's not, it's not a, something I would pick myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too bad that we, there's no Canadian Christmas comment. I feel like, yeah, I feel like maybe if we had more time, we could have done like an air first christmas special or something oh that's a great that would have been oh they had a couple of really good ones oh yeah that uh, i remember and that was something that was really exciting for the new year because they used to do a new year Year one oh i like that idea yeah they'll review like 2017 and they'll that would be good so do we want to do a current new year or do we want to go and do an old one I want to say current okay. because we'd definitely be able to find it. Okay. Why don't we do that? So okay. um, we'll release this one, but with a with an exciting, like, we're going to do a New Year's yeah. Canadian Air Force. I think I, I, we used to stay up. That was the reason why we stayed up. Like, in our family, we didn't have parties or anything. Jay's family does mm-hmm. do, like, a New Year's celebration and mm-hmm. parties, but we would just hang out as a family and then watch Canadian Air Force do their special. On, on new year's eve and that was we always actually really funny. Uh, me and patrick actually did that i think last year the year before and we were just like i feel really old <laughs> but it was like, because like your parents like that's usually what they do what your parents did yeah, yeah. exactly and so. when you were too when you were young and you were just young enough that you wouldn't go to parties mm-hmm. you and you were old enough to stay awake that long yeah that's what you did watched watch royal canadian air first oh i'm kind of looking forward to this yeah. it's a good excuse to have to do that <laughs> yay okay so tune in and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everybody watch it because we're going to be talking about it yeah so this will be our last episode of 2017 yeah which is pretty exciting so this is our 10th episode and we're no be it ending. isn't yeah Apparently, yeah. I could not count to 10 because I already <laughs> lost track. I'm having too much fun. Too much fun. Oh, yeah. Too much fun. It's crazy. But that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty impressive. Wow. I'm impressed. Good so we'll, we'll, Yeah, we'll go, on to, go on to 2018 with their 11th episode. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and it'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. So, everybody, happy holidays. Happy holidays. And we'll see you in 2018. Yeah, we'll see you in, Okay. <laughs>